Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a like, drop a comment, wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totri, joined by Sean DePaz on this wonderful Friday, fun day. How you doing, Totri? I'm fantastic. I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, I've, I definitely could be feeling better. We're going to get to why, but uh, I'm feeling I I got my coffee. I got my egg bites that you got me on to, and I'm feeling <laughs> sensational. I, I was worried that you forgot how to speak there for a <laughs> no, second. No, I was doing the future. <laughs> sensational. My God. How um, do you keep your pants up? Belt. We're just the whole show is just going to be Friday fun day. It's Sean off the staring into the mic and just making noises. Uh, this is an, another day without Shane. Well, Shane is um, bad luck apparently. Well, I guess I can't say that because he wasn't mm. here and I got screwed. He is bad luck though. I heard um, Leah. You can confirm this that Shane went zero for eight in his picks the other day. Yeah, he went zero for eight yesterday in his um, March Madness picks. Zero for eight. And you mean his bets, not his bracket, right? Yeah, his bets. Okay. Rick Shane, like the, money, 100%. the money he put down on March Madness, he so was 0 for 8. I, my bracket did get screwed, but I did go 2 for 2 on my bets yesterday. I won 50 bucks off of Gonzaga thanks to that DK bet. And they probably got real excited in that first half. They thought they were making some money. And then I emotionally hedged, and I put some money on Richmond um, at like plus 235 or something like that. And that hit. So I won some some money. I got a hundred some a hundred dollars and some change sitting in my DK account right now. That's always nice. But yeah. your bracket not looking. We don't have to talk about. Oh, that. but we but we yeah, do. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. We hundred percent have to talk about your bracket because we did the show yesterday before. I think it was before Kentucky. Had it played. was indeed before Kentucky. And you were so hopeful. I feel like you've aged probably twenty years since that show. It's not even like you know. I don't think I, I to be quite honest, I don't think I've ever correctly picked a national champion in a bracket for my, in my entire life. I don't think I've ever done it once. But it was more the fact that I made that pick and then proceeded to talk a an enormous amount of shit. Yes, and it literally immediately backfired. Um, so you know what are you gonna do? Okay. That's just the, that's the name of the game. I owned up to it. I tweeted out. I called myself out on Twitter. Could have kept it in the company, but I wanted the people to know. That I failed and I was owning up to it. Did so brackets? I don't want to say it's completely busted. It's it's definitely. Oh uh, no! I mean, it's completely busted. <laughs> my national champion. I want I want to give you some like have some sort of hope. Well, I mean, forward. I can still win because, like I said, I do think Gonzaga is going to lose to Memphis, and I think that Arizona is going to get bounced by Illinois in the Sweet Sixteen. And if that happens, then literally everyone in this company's champion, except for Shane, because he has Auburn. But I still, listen, I think Auburn loses next round. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, SEC basketball is, is clearly fraudulent. <laughs> um, I want to double down on my comment though that everyone in this company are cowards for picking two, the same two teams, both of which were one seeds, to win the national championship. Yeah, but the point of it is to. Is to like get the most correct. So you have the better odds by picking teams that are better. Listen, I think everyone just has a little bit of like that West Coast bias that they all were like, oh, Gonzaga and Arizona, even though they don't watch any East Coast basketball. Well, how is how is picking Kentucky as a national it, okay, championship? That was clearly the incorrect choice. Um, but, okay, give me Duke. Duke is so we just talked about Duke. I, is that's fraudulent. what I'm saying. Duke, oh, fraudulent. But Tennessee, I don't. Good. I have them in Texas my Tech, Elite Eight, which is not East, but. West, I guess, in general. 
Uh, Big Ten, dude, the Big Ten especially. Holy <laughs> shit. They are so bad at basketball. Indiana shouldn't have even been in the tournament. Um, Shane oh, had Indiana too. Yeah, he I don't know why. all up on Indiana. Um, Ohio State, don't know how they beat Loyola, but I think they get miles to the next round. I think they're fraudulent. Oh, don't say that. Um, who else do we have in the Big Ten from the, in the tournament? Um, I guess I could look at my bracket that has got a lot of red on yeah, it. Yeah, I figured it was going to have a lot of red on it. Um, it's kind of a bummer that you Purdue. Suck. Uh, they're Purdue's beating, not they're, fraudulent. They're, mm, mm, they're not. Well, they're beating Yale by 13 points at half. So, I, I like Purdue. I like. I, I mean, hate Big Ten basketball, and I will never, ever, ever choose a Big Ten basketball team to win. What about ACC basketball? ACC. Listen, I, you know, you and I know ACC basketball very well. <laughs> fraudulent right now. Yeah, Duke especially. Fraudulent. Yeah, the more that I've seen uh, Texas Tech play the less confident I feel about having Duke beating them. Yeah, that never should have happened. Oh, Texas that never should have. If you had asked me so what good. two seed was going to get bounced in the first round of the tournament, I would have put the house on Duke. Thank God I didn't um, because, again, Kentucky threw me over. But, yeah, I do not like Duke. They lost to Virginia Tech, who shouldn't be in this tournament. They stole a bit. Yeah, but, like, it's March. I mean, no, yeah, it Anything is March. Happens. But Coach K is a fraud and a loser. Um but support the troops. He was a, he is a vet. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, he, I just, I think the I, I, Duke is fraudulent. ACC basketball is not. So what's the least fraudulent conference? It's not the fucking Pac-12. Big 12. That's the least fraudulent? Yeah. I, I mean, Texas is kind of fraudulent, but Tech is good. Baylor's good. Isn't this Kansas just, is good. Isn't this, this just is, the nature, though, of, like, college athletics? Is that like there's so much? I don't know if they're necessarily fraudulent, but there's just so much parody in college sports because the well, college discrepancy. basketball. Okay, college basketball. Uh, I mean, even even in college football, I think yeah. like, there's a decent amount of parody. Yeah, at least not, in I, I, yeah, I think it's greater in basketball for sure. But yeah, sure. But also, like, if you're talking like true parody, put these teams in a seven game series and see what happens. Like, they, that's why March Madison is so great because anything can happen in, in one game. But if you're if you're having these teams play each other a few times with an extended amount of preparation, I don't think you see as many upsets as you do in March Madness. Um, so, I think that the Big Twelve is still clearly they have two number one seeds. Yeah. Like, how would you feel if, like you mentioned, the seven game series? How would you feel if the NBA adopted this format? It, but are all are, not all team? the teams? Um, give me. <sighs> I mean, right now they have what twenty teams. Just maybe? give me, give me the current like NBA playoff format, but instead of a seven game series, it's just one and done. I mean, Phoenix probably wins the finals last year. They probably won the NBA yeah. championship last year. Um, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, th- I was thinking about that. I don't know how, how. That'd be interesting. It would be. It would. It would be very interesting. I think you would get guys like like Trey Young and the Hawks, like. That's a team that you could like end up in the NBA Finals because Trey Young just scores four fifty every game, and it's like, all right, that happens. But I still think generally, I mean, the thing is, is when you look at like at college basketball, you're not. It's not like you're, you're getting all these upsets. You're not getting like eleven seeds winning the national championship. Yeah. Like, it's still usually a top four seed that wins the national championship. So I still think generally one of the best teams in the country almost always wins the national championship. So. And, I don't know. It'd be fun in the NBA, but I feel like it's better that they do seven games. Yeah, that's fair. There is one thing I want to talk about that they talked about on the Phoenix Sports Pod yesterday. 
Uh, it's not in the rundown, but I do want to talk about it. I feel like we started with the topic we weren't supposed to start with anyways. Uh, it says give Shane shit. I'm pretty sure okay, we did that. So. And then we just kind of worked our way down. Fair enough. Um, so yesterday on the Fink Sports Pod, they discussed a lot of things. They did uh, a mailbag that Mac had. They talked about seeing us on reality TV shows. Mm. That you and Shane would make a great, amazing race. Team. Ooh, yeah. I could. I definitely. I was in a college version of Survivor, and I dog walked absolutely fucking everybody. So I you won. So no, I came in. Th- <laughs> Listen, I came in third, but because only because the way it works is like you have the final three, and whoever wins that challenge gets to choose who comes to the finals with them. And I was so clearly the best that the guy that won that challenge didn't want, didn't want me to come there because okay. everyone knew I was going to win. Um, but I won basically every other challenge. So, hmm. I, I could see you on on that. I think also seeing you on um, like The Bachelor. The I was going to say it would be funny as hell. I would make a great. I know. See, I think I would be good. But at the same time, I would like I would never get cast for something like that because I would look at this, this like like if, if I was The Bachelor, for example, and you get like if anyone out there as bat, part of Bachelor Nation, you get like a crazy girl like Shanae. I would be like, I feel like you know her. I feel like you don't even need to meet her. You like if I feel like that right there, you could probably take a guess that she's a little crazy. Yeah, but like girls would start crying because like, oh, someone in the house was mean to me. I'd be like, get over it. Okay, welcome to life. Stop crying. Like if you want to cry about something, if you want to cry about something real, is this what you tell your girlfriend when she cries? No, because if she cries, it's about something real. Like it's not. It's not. Oh my god. They didn't eat my. They wanted. They didn't eat my shrimp. What? No. If you watch, if you watch The Bachelor this season, that was literally like girls were fighting because someone made shrimp and the other girl didn't want to eat any of her shrimp. Okay, it, I just need to make a counter argument here. I agree that that's ridiculous, but like they're in a house with each other. They're probably so insecure because they're comparing themselves to each other. They have no access to their phones, TVs, but they're just sitting in a house, like with nothing to do. And I would go crazy in that setting too. I'd probably cry over shrimp. I would over not shrimp. Oh, I would not cry over shrimp. Like if I was a contestant on The Bachelorette, I couldn't do that. I don't know Fuck how no. I would go because I don't think I'm a jealous person, but I'm definitely like I would just. I think I would get eliminated early because I would look around at these guys and be like, "You're like." Like you're not any competition to me. Like I, I would be like I'd be like, "What the fuck is this guy doing here?" So you'd be a dick. Not to the guys, would maybe. Would you be the villain of your season, Sean? Nah, I would be. I would be like the Joe of last year or of Michelle's okay. season. Oh, oh yeah. Like the guy that clearly should have won. Yeah. But then just was like, okay, well, she has bad judgment, so, um, you know what happens happens. So what do you think? But I would never be on that show because I have a girlfriend that I love very much. Uh, he just had to bring it home. <laughs> he just had to bring it home like that. I appreciate it. No, I definitely. What would you be on? I don't know. I don't, uh, you'd be on like Hot or Not or something. Hot or Not is that a show? Yeah, isn't it? Too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. Too that's hot what to... I meant. Hot or Not is our, uh, our segment. That's right. <laughs> too hot to handle. That would be. Is that the show where you can't do anything on the show? Yes. And that's the Netflix one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or like Love Is Blind. No. Fuck no. <laughs> no. Oh my no. God. Nope. I watched how that about, shit. How about Love Island? I What's haven't seen one? Love Island, so I don't know oh, enough about how it works. The best dating show out there, just saying. Okay, I could see Totri on one of these shows. I, I don't know if I'd win. I, what do you win? Like, what's the love? point of the? Love oh, you win love. No, you know where you know Totri. You, you would Totri would thrive on um, 
Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> yes. Thrive on Bachelor in Paradise. You're just an island full of like. Well, that's why Love Island would be great. It's the same concept. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise but, uh, is easily the best on, part of Bachelor. But on Love Island, you there's money to win at the end. Unlike Ooh. Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. What's like? What do you just win? love? Just love. Oh, you just win love. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Nice. And Instagram followers. Love. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, okay. We are so off topic, but like, like, welcome to the PH Next Reality TV hey, we, Show. We just podcast. call it Friday Fun Day because <laughs> it means we can talk about whatever. Um, like the clout you get from these shows. Oh, hundred percent is nuts. Like, I honestly think like. Like, even if you're in a committed relationship. No, that's what I'm about to say. I feel like my girlfriend and I have a good enough relationship where I would show up on that show and be like, I'm just here for the clout. <laughs> fuck all these girls. I'm going to leave the show. I'm here to fuck shit up. I'm, I'm here to fuck shit up. I'll probably start, pick some fights, talk some shit, and then leave without anybody and bring the money and the clout back to me and my girlfriend. That's the way to do it. I agree. That's what, that's what happens on the show sometimes. Like, people show up in relationships already, and then they find out, and then they get kicked off the show, and it's like, all right, but I'm richer and have more followers now, so fuck you and your show. Hmm. I feel like this is the point in the show where if Shane was here, he'd try and steer <laughs> yeah, us back on like, track. He'd be like, so how about the Texas Tech? He'd be like, uh, let us do our thing, Shane. Honestly. Uh, yeah, no, that... I, I don't know how I do on those shows. I... I don't know, dude. I talk a lot of shit. I feel like I would probably completely fold under pressure on The Bachelor. Like, I would be fine under pressure, but I do not do well in jealous settings. I like, even, I'm, I'm the total. I'm the type of person where if like if I'm jealous, I'm just gonna walk away. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like I would just like this has turned into the PHNX dating show. Literally, I, I just feel like if I was on the show, I would just look around and be like, most of y'all ain't shit. That's Fuck fair. with the boy, and then That's I would fair. get eliminated. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> there was spring football today, wasn't there? There's spring football tomorrow. Yes. Uh, spring football tomorrow. Um, I love the transition. Yeah, like, very clean, very <laughs> I feel like at some point we gotta talk about very it. Very smooth. <laughs> Just 15 minutes in. <laughs> uh, they have had spring spring practice the last couple days. Um I've been out there for those. We talked about how the energy picked up a lot yesterday, which was good to see. As far as like where they're at at the end of almost week one. We talked yesterday how we think spring is going to be more important for Glenn Thomas. Do you see a scenario like before camp, before fall camp starts, where ASU's got a quarterback, where their offense is completely set, where their defense, you know, everybody's good, everybody's healthy. Like, do you foresee a... I want to call it a Shane situation where like you can go into fall camp at the end of spring ball and be fully confident that ASU has got a good team. No, I don't think there's anything <laughs> that this team could do short of getting like full eligibility Bryce Young and transfer in the transfer portal to make me feel completely confident in this. I was reading. I believe Who's he throwing to, though, would well, that even that, make you confident? I mean, he could just run all over. I, I, Bryce Young is good enough to make some things happen, but no. Yeah, fair. Um, I think I believe I was reading a, a Doug Holler article. And he, it was talking about Glenn Thomas, and he said something about um, how, like, it's not his offense. It's like a collaboration, which fucking terrifies me. I do not like the idea that there's going to be a bunch of people, like, in Thomas's ear kind of influencing how the offense is run. Um, I would rather my offensive coordinator be the offensive coordinator and have his offense. Um, I'm just afraid with that and the quarterback competition and the uncertain, like, just... There just being no clear starter at basically any position. 
I'm just afraid there's going to be so much uncertainty and so much moving around at the beginning of the season that it's going to start, that the season's going to be over before it starts. Yeah. I, I mean, I do think that the ceiling is, I think the ceiling is higher than bowl eligibility. Like, the Pac-12 South is not the SEC. Like, it, it, no, ASU but you can, can win I mean, guaranteed play. losses to USC and Oklahoma State. Yeah, I mean, USC is more talented, but they're in a similar position, like, except for the fact that they have a new head coach, they have a new quarterback, like... But Lincoln Riley's done this before. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, I just... I feel like that there's... You know, I just feel like you don't know what's going to happen. Um, but it definitely concerns me how much uncertainty there is surrounding the offense, for sure. Yeah, they were... Like I, I mentioned on yesterday's show, a lot of people around the team aren't too confident that this team does anything other than bowl eligibility. Um, Paul Tyson still doesn't look fantastic. Yeah. Um, Trenton Borgay, he is definitely more comfortable in the offense. He's definitely, like, his his passes just look cleaner. Maybe he's just had more time to get in sync with these guys, clearly. Um, obviously, the hope is that Tyson gets there. One little wrinkle in the offense that Herm has been just gloating about since, like, he first spoke at the start of the week was that this offense huddles. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they slow things down. They play an old school. I, that, and that's style. what I always thought Herm was going to do here is he was going to go back 20 years and try and maybe not reinvent the wheel, but bring college football to where the NFL used to be. Slow yeah. it down, huddle up. You run the ball every first down, get a chunk yards, and then you go from there. Because um, he had talked about how bad this team was on first down last year in terms of just shooting themselves in the foot with penalties um, like pre-snap penalties. Yeah. So do you think that this team slowing down the offense is going to make the quarterback competition closer? Yes. Uh, well, I I think at this point it's kind of Borgay's job. I don't think it's his job to lose necessarily because I think it is a true quarterback competition. But like he's clearly much more comfortable in the offense, more chemistry with the receivers. But I think a pro-style, like uh, slower offense where they huddle fits – Paul Tyson yeah like you you could just I could visualize him breaking out of that huddle you know he's he's not like that not nearly as an athletic guy as Borgay is like I just feel like that kind of offense fits him more um and so I feel like it would give him a little bit better of an opportunity um and you know yeah yeah no I but I I think it does make it closer I think you get I just think it gives both guys an opportunity to like if they're making mistakes, it's not because they were rushed. It's not because there was miscommunications on the play. Like you had a chance to sit, like get in a huddle, make sure everyone was on the same page, and and prove. Like a huddle is a great place to prove that you're a leader. Yeah. Um, especially if if uh, in a game if things aren't going right or you're trying to make a game winning drive, like you need to get in the huddle and be calm and show that you are like you're not rattled or you're not being rushed because that that the rest of the team feeds off of that. Yeah. Um. And so I feel like a huddle is a great chance for like we have said in a team devoid of leadership for one of these quarterbacks to show that they can be a leader, which I feel like is going to be almost as important as their actual performance is their ability to be a leader. See, I think the, the stereotype that the quarterback has to be the leader or that, I mean, in most scenarios, that's what you would think, right? Like the quarterback should be the leader. It's the guy that touches the ball every snap on offense, like commands the offense, calling the plays, et cetera. But like, I feel like we've talked about the defense so much that the front seven is going to be um, where this team thrives. That I really don't think it matters if Borgay or if Tyson steps up and be and like becomes that leader. I think it would be helpful for 
the offense just finding some synergy and getting in sync. But at the end of the day, I think like the leadership on this team is going to have to come from the defense. Yeah, but you need a leader on the offensive side of the ball. And it's not necessarily does the quarterback have to be like a vocal leader. Like they can definitely be more of a silent lead by example kind of leader. Um, I mean, you definitely I hate see, those kinds of leaders. You, see, I mean, fair, but you see those <laughs> with certain kinds of quarterbacks um, and they can be effective. I think um, like I mean, like your guy, Justin Herbert, he's not like a he's not like a crazy guy that's yelling with a lot of energy. Yeah. Like he's very level headed. I feel like two is a similar guy. Like they're very level headed, even keeled kind of guys, which is kind of especially in a system where you're huddling up and you're slowing down, things down is what you need from a quarterback. So even if they're not a vocal leader. In that sense, I think they can still be a leader of a different sort, especially if your vocal leadership is coming from the defense. But I do think there needs to be a leader. I think there ne- I, I'm of the the mindset that there needs to be a leader on special teams. There needs to be a leader on defense. There needs to be a yeah. leader on offense. Um, and I, I feel like it, it's an offense that doesn't have some sort of leadership coming from the quarterback is destined to fail. Like the, the offense runs through them. Um, so they need to be a leader of some sort, even if it's not necessarily a vocal leader. You know who I want to be the leader of this offense? I want Des Holmes. Okay. A guy coming from Penn State, coming from, you know, where they just do football differently. And I was talking to Doug about this on the field um, during yesterday's practice, about how, like, people here that go to ASU football games or that watch practice, they... They're here and they're like, okay, ASU football is what they see, it's what they know, it's whatever. Like... There's a reason that people in the Midwest care so much about football. Yeah. And it's because that's all they got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of cities where it's if it's not a college football team, there's nothing going on. There is quite literally like in South Bend when you would go to the gas station in, or like the grocery store and you would check out, they would say go Irish after yeah. you would check out. No, yeah. you are. They're not Tuscaloosa. Be, it's, it's a roll tide every time. Nothing here. Yeah. Is there that level well, of commitment? Yeah. No, there's never going to be like a forks up Here's after you check out like up. fries yeah. or no, something. No, it's definitely a different culture. That's kind of the West Coast in general, though. All of these schools are in cities. I mean, with exception of the school down south, they have nothing going on. Um, but most of these city, most of these schools are in cities where it's like, all right, you're, you're UCLA, USC, you're in Los Angeles, Tempe, you're basically in Phoenix. Washington, you're in Seattle. Like a lot of these schools are in cities where there's a lot going on. So they're not necessarily going to be the priority. It's too many options. Yeah. Like if one of their teams sucks, then they can just move to the next one. Yeah. That's almost like the downfall of being in a big city. Like I feel like the fandom, unless you're in like New York or Philly, like the fandom just drops off. Yeah. And I feel like there's basketball is always going to be a little bit more of a priority on the West Coast than than football. Especially yeah. especially when you consider that the big city for recruiting is Los Angeles. And I think basketball is bigger in Los Angeles than football is. I mean, they haven't had an NFL team up until a few years ago. The Rams did win the Super Bowl. You're not wrong, but I mean... And there's going to be an L.A. team that Showtime wins the Super Bowl Lakers this there year. forever. Relax. Um, AFC West doing all this crazy stuff just to stop the Buffalo Bills. Oh, my God. Um, but Your take, by the way, was horrible on Twitter. None of those teams are better than the Buffalo Bills. You're smoking crack. The Bills are better than the Chargers. That's for goddamn The Bills short. would be the third best team in that division. The Bills would be the best team in that. Maybe second best if you want to give them, if you want to give that to the Chiefs. But I do think the Bills are better than the Chiefs. If it wasn't for the overtime rules, we would have seen that. But that's not what we're here today. <laughs> um, I, For me, the guy I want to see be a leader on the offense is, is Ricky Pearsall. Like, yeah. I, 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 he, he's a guy that has been a part of this offense Literally, every no one else has been a staple in this offense. The like, offensive line is mostly new. Going to have a new quarterback. Um, obviously, Ngata was here last year, but 
he didn't really play. He all the running backs, yeah, all the running backs are going to be new. Um, I want to see the guy that has been here be like, this is what we, this is what we're going to do. But on the on the other side of that, going back to Paul Tyson, you talked about how some of these schools are like they do things differently. Alabama is the example of that. Yeah, like if he he can come in there and look around and be like. This is not how winning programs operate. No. Um, and even if even if that leadership is not necessarily not going to come from Herm, which I think it can. I'm not like I think Herm can is capable of being a good leader, but obviously it's different when it's a player. Like I think Tyson, that's gonna that's that's where he has the biggest ability to put himself in front of Borgay is be look around and be like, I've seen national championships. Yeah. This is not how national championship winning teams operate. We need to shape up. Um and so that's why I think a leader needs to come from the quarterback. If it's going to be Paul Tyson, it, he knows better than anyone what winning football looks like. There's a funny story that I heard from one of the media members out at practice the other day. Just to give you an idea, like we, we say Paul Tyson isn't like he's massive. Yeah. But if, if you watch him out there, he's still growing into his body. He's still trying to figure out how to be six foot five. Yeah. Um, but he is clumsy as fuck and he's goofy as fuck. And just to give you like an idea of that, right? So like you're watching him on the field, pass hits the dirt, whatever. You're like, okay, he's just trying to figure it out. He's like that in real life too. Like, so <laughs> there was a media member that was telling me this story. Tyson had parked next to him. Oh boy. And the guy, the media member was just, you know, wanting to see as he gets out of the car, if everything's normal. Tyson gets out of his car and he goes to spit. And it was one of those spits oh, where no. it's just like just you himself. miss and it like it's just like <laughs> hanging from his mouth. And no. And the guy was like, Oh God, this is like the future. This is, is. what ASU football has. This is ASU's quarterback right That's here. That's the shit I would do. Oh, oh no. So for all you Paul Tyson uh, advocates out there. Um, Make sure you're holding up a mirror in front of your exactly. face. Exactly. Um, Put a little more on it. But um I guess that's that's what you got to do, Borgay. Be able to spit, and the job is yours. <laughs> it really doesn't take a whole lot to win the starting job at that Arizona ASU, State. Yeah, I guess not. We'll oh, see. No. Um, but yeah, they do have practice tomorrow, and then they've got a bunch of practices next week. So we'll definitely be out there. Um, hopefully, the quarterback competition keeps up. Maybe it'll be as good as advertised. Maybe it'll be worse. Maybe it will be better. Uh, but we'll definitely have all that stuff. I do want to transition. Um, quickly back into March Madness because there is still uh, that promotion going on at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. For new customers, you can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets. If they win, you win on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you're not a new customer, like Sean and I and Leah and really everybody here at PHNX, um, you can do same-game parlays. I still have yet to try same-game parlay in March Madness. Have you? I have not. I, I, I like to save them for like the... The later rounds, because there's so much, there's so much like up in the air with March Madness yeah. that I like to be able to see teams operate in March Madness for a little bit before I start putting lots of money on. Them. I imagine you're going to be looking at your bracket a lot less and the the DraftKings oh. app a lot more. Yeah, unless, until Arizona and Gonzaga get bounced, and then it's really a competition. I I, I really hope they don't get bounced because th- that's my finals right there. I hope they do for that precise reason. Plus, wow. forks up. I don't know. Like we need something because like Oklahoma, they have horns down. Like and I guess we were doing lopes down for, yeah, for but GCU, but no one cares about GCU. GCU. We need something like you can't say bear down because it's literally their thing. And bear up sounds stupid. 
Uh, bear down sounds stupid if we're being honest. Bear up is 100% something an ASU fan would say. Bear up. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We need something. Well, given that both these schools have been around for a while and no one's come up with anything, yeah. I don't think... <laughs> That's the best thing Arizona has ever done is come up with a foolproof catchphrase is it foolproof i mean when you're when you're when part of your phrase is the word down it's hard to go horns down lopes down forks down well yeah but we're we are that's them for us no i know but like forks down doesn't sound like i don't know you could do the horns down is just cool horns down goes hard yeah and lopes down if we cared about gcu would also go hard (laughs) but i don't know if they're allowed to watch this gc (laughs) if they're allowed to watch this yeah no, GCU is not allowed to watch this, and everybody. GCU in fans the state are probably never watched our post game shows because it's past their curfew. Oh god, do they get Wi Fi at GCU? Probably between the hours of like eight and eight. <laughs> Dear God, well, this promo has turned into just roasting GCU. Uh, but again, if you are a new customer on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can bet just five dollars on any team um, to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. And you'll get $200 in free bets if you bet $5 on any college hoops team to win. And they do. If they win, you win with promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 plus Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. A minimum of a $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Um, Delaware is up by a point on number two Villanova right now. They're Um, up by eight points or eight point? A point. It's 23-22 with four minutes left in the first half. Um, obviously, Gonzaga's score was similar to that in the first half last Yeah, but Gonzaga but and Villanova are not the same. I mean, yeah. So, do we see another another two seed go down? That would then I wouldn't even feel bad about Kentucky because clearly this bracket is just all over the place. Yeah, it's March. Yeah, hey, it, there's it always some weird. March. There's always some weird shit that goes on. Um, Speaking of March, did you by any chance see the W Slam cover? The Women's Slam magazine cover. That was South Carolina. Yeah, right? yeah, that goes hard. Went so goes, incredibly hard. So Daly and a few of her players. That shit was dope. Honestly, we need to recreate that. I love the fact that they expanded the the women's tournament. Yes, I As think they, they that's something. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm so scared for whatever oh that is boy. immediately. Uh, while we're on the topic of March Madness, it wouldn't be a Friday Fun Day if we didn't um, talk about the Pac-12 imposter. So if we could get that graphic rolled, that'd be beautiful. Now, there's only three teams from the Pac-12 that are in March Madness. We've got U of A, who plays today, UCLA, who snuck a win in yesterday, and then we also have um, USC, who plays today. Yes. So out of those three teams, who do you think is still the imposter Listen, I need to – I'm going to get to your real question, but I also – I need to call out Colorado for being imposters because they got bounced in the first round of the NIT by St. Bonaventure. I really wanted them to sneak into the turn, like into so the real turn. I like that team. That yeah. team is, is they got is, good players. They have good players. So the fact that they got bounced by St. Bonaventure, who was I think projected to win the A10 at the beginning of the year, and then Richmond did that. Um, screw you, Richmond. Well, no, you won me money. Yeah, so. they, I was gonna um, say, but they also screwed up my bracket a little bit. But um, yeah, so I Colorado, also hate at, like the NIT. Yeah. I think it's a stupid idea. I think there's just certain teams, like there's teams that are like happy to be in the NIT, and then there's teams that don't want to be there, and then those teams end up losing. But so Colorado was definitely an imposter. But to get to your real question, fucking UCLA, dude, come on, they almost got pounced yesterday. Like 
And I mean, I, and I think USC is still the worst of those three teams. So I we'll do. see how they yeah. perform today. But uh, so it's it's kind of unfair, or I get lucky for them. They can't. It's hard to call them imposters when they haven't played yet. But and I guess Arizona also hasn't played. Um, but we've seen. But we know how good of a team they can be. Yeah. yeah. Um, although again, having any months in the Sweet Sixteen, but um, yeah. But UCLA, like that, was closer than it should have been. <sighs> Yo, I was at. She's yeah. Was it cheeseburgers and beer? Um, watching that game yesterday, and I couldn't believe that they were down by seven or eight, and I was freaking to a out. Mac team, and I know Shane loves the Mac, but geez, I've got come UCLA on. in my final four. Yeah, so they need mistake. To, they but. need to pick. How's Kentucky? I mean, that's fair. I have UCLA getting bounced by St. Mary's next round. I think that's going to be a fun game. I so, so do I. I like St. Mary's. I do think though that like UCLA has just got so much. Like their ceiling is high, but their basement is low. They're this is just a weird shot that we're that we can see that they can't see, but no one else can see. No, this. I know, just but like on. it's we're staring at the monitor. And I just see two Sean's, and it's like my worst fucking nightmare okay, ever. Just carry on. Just carry on. <laughs> um, I think USC, man. I think there's just I think the talent gap between U of A and uh, between U of A UCLA is and, closer. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I I think UC, uh, USC is clearly the worst of those three teams. Um, they just obviously have a few like really good players, but um, I just for that reason it's hard for me to call USC frauds because I think we kind of know what they are. You um, see, like you see, yeah, but they're in the tournament. They're one of the what best sixty-eight teams in. The- yeah, but I mean, then you got to get into the conversation of how good is the Pac-12, and then it's just it's weird. The fact that they didn't lose to ASU this year is wild to me because I think ASU, when they were playing their best, was better than USC. But they just didn't match up size wise. Yeah, well. they matched up. ASU matched up so much, um, so much better against UCLA strictly because they play a smaller type of basketball. Like they didn't have to worry about all the bigs. That's why you saw um, ASU played like two strong halves against U of A. But eventually, I mean, Balo and Coloco are just they're. They're skyscrapers compared to Gaffney and yeah. everybody else on yeah. that roster. Um, Seeing Coloco live was unbelievable. Dude, that guy's huge. Hey, ba- I feel like Balo is m- just a like crazier looking athlete just Balo because of how big he is. He's a, I think Shane was telling me he was a freshman, a redshirt freshman or something. Yeah, he was a redshirt freshman. That's fucking he, insane. Yeah, no. Because he was from he was on Gonzaga last year and then he transferred after the COVID year. Um yeah, no, he he's a little shorter than I had thought, but dude, is he at what like six foot eleven or something like that? Yeah, his <laughs> Coloco's just so big. So when you put them next to each other, but when you have those twin towers in, you have a Coloco, you have Tabellus on the bench, and you have Coloco and and um, Balo playing the four and the five. But I think that's why U of A has struggled so much in like if you look at like their last couple of tournament runs, they haven't really been runs because. U of A's always like at least as of late, their best player on the floor has always been a big. And when you're pl- playing tournament style basketball, like those guys get fucking tired. Yeah, at six, like that's why I don't think Colorado would do great because Batty would get so fucking tired. Yeah, if he had to play back to back all these fucking games. Jabari, but yeah, I mean this this Arizona team. Um, I mean, Kirk Kreisa, I think if he is healthy, which I don't think he's going to be 100 percent healthy, but I think he's going to play. It, he has the potential to be like that guy from the tournament that just is like, and he's hit 15 threes. What the hell just happened? Yeah. Like he has a potential to get hot. And then Ben Matherman is one of the best players in the country. Like he has a potential to just put up 20 every game. And then it's like, it's going to be hard to stop. But 
wait until they run into Kofi Cockburn, and they're gonna they might have some troubles. It's gonna be fun, regardless. Uh, yeah. I I do think I need Illinois to win their games first. I'm, I'm talking a lot about this matchup, and it's a Sweet 16 matchup. They got to yeah. win two games each. And your bracket's not doing not doing too hot right yeah. now. Yeah, shows you what I know. But I didn't. I, lucky for you guys, I didn't even enter the office bracket pool. Oh, you fool! Other. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I if realize. I did, I would be kicking your ass That's right That's what now. I'm saying. You got to be in there. Eh, you don't have to do anything. Um, I know. We, we were just talking about South Carolina women's basketball. Um, they were beating Howard 49 to 8 with five and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Eight points? In the third quarter. What do you tell your team at halftime? Be like, if you have just eight don't, points. Just keep trying. Just, just shoot or shoot, I guess. Like, keep going. <laughs> They, Pat South him on Carolina, the ass, say it's going to be okay. South Carolina scored 22 points in each the first and second quarter. Howard had two points in each the first and second quarter. They had four points at halftime. At halftime, yeah. They it have, was 44 to four. Yeah, I forfeit. Yeah, you got to you got to pack it in at that point. South Carolina is just an absolute wagon. Yeah, and Stanford. Yeah, yeah. We have while we're on the the topic still, um, or at least transitioning out of the Pac-12 imposter. ASU baseball starts mm-hmm. Pac-12 play today against just you know the fifth best team in the country. Nothing, something light. So three game series on the road. Do they get in one? Corvallis. Do you think they get one? If I'm putting money on it, no. I mean, it's so no college baseball. So I think they definitely are capable of doing it. But geez, this is a team that's been trying to find its feet. It's then especially specifically the bullpen against the fifth best team in the country. They're eight and ten on or uh yeah, ASU's eight and ten on the year. Um they're on a one game losing streak, six and seven at home, two and three on the road. Oregon State is eleven and two on the year. And they're trending up. They were seventh last week and now they're fifth in the country. I don't think these games are gonna be pretty. Neither do I. I mean I I th- I feel like you're gonna get one game where ASU's bats show up because they have a tendency to do that, I think, like once a series. But the bullpen will shit itself at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, and then they're going to end up losing like 11 to 13 or something like that. Like they'll score double-digit runs and still lose. Um, or they'll have one good performance. Like they just need – I think they. I, there's always a potential of there, there being one game where the, the stars align and the bullpen, the pitching performs well yeah. and the bats show up. But yikes, I would not be surprised at all if they get swept in the series. Oh, God. And then they've got – so after that, they've got – a game against Grand Canyon on Tuesday. Then they continue Pac-12 play um, with Washington back at home. Then UNLV, then Cal, and then they've got a game against Arizona. That's going to be an ass-kicking, I think. Um, Stanford. I just don't see – I said at the start of the year uh, that I thought that this team had had the bats to compete yeah. in the Pac-12. And I still think they have the bats to compete yeah, in the Pac-12. They just don't have the pitching. They don't have near the pitching that they need to be competing with GCU, in my personal opinion. Like, they've got one or two guys that I'm confident in to... Lopes down. <laughs> Lopes down. Uh, um, to have, like, a solid five, six innings. But then after that, then it's like... You're crossing your fingers that something magical happens at the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. It's just when you look at the Pac-12 specifically, you got three ranked teams. Yeah, that Arizona game, probably going to be an ass-kicking. Um, Stanford, they're the 12th team in the country, probably going to be an ass-kicking. Like, or those series, not games. But, um, yeah, it's... It's not pretty. Not pretty 
Um, and I feel like there's a certain athletic director that would really like at least the baseball team to figure their shit out. A certain athletic director, certain who, athletic director. who gets paid way too much fucking money to and have, have average teams across the board. I think I said this a couple days ago. Like, what the fuck? Why does Ray make so much money and all the revenue sports are worse than the in-state rival? I don't know how to answer that question. Well, <laughs> hold on. Okay, football's trending. I was going to say. Football, ASU football is trending down. Yeah, they're trending in the wrong directions, but ASU football is still significantly better at right now than, than U of A football. Um, I think U of A probably wins, what, three, four games next year? Yeah. I mean, they only can, well, I guess they technically could lose every game next year, but um, I don't think that's going to happen. They're better than they were last year. Yeah. Um, so they're trending in the right direction. Um, yeah, probably three, four games. Um, they'll win more than one. I think they still use Arizona, but talk to, talk to me in two years, two, three years. I think the territorial cup might be heading back down the I-10. Don't say Shout that. out to Don't PHNX say that. Coyotes. Don't say that. Listen here, Ray, if you're if you're listening. Please don't let it happen. I think Ray's an avid listener. Oh, of obviously. The next Sun Devil show. We need to get him on the show. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's going to want to. I don't know how many times we've called for his job. But yeah, if you you know want to come, yourself, right? come on, come defend yourself to, to us because <laughs> I'm sure you care about our opinions <laughs> yeah. so much. Uh, but come on, man, like help us out here. Like you, we complain about the ASU fandom, but like I get it. Why why are ASU fans going to support average programs or below average programs? Yeah, right now it, there's it's. ASU fans have a lot of reason to kind of be checked out. That's for sure. Baseball, below 500. Both basketball teams not making the tournament. Football, like, drastically underselling and underachieving what they could have done last year. Yeah, I mean, to the ASU fans that are listening. Um, we feel your pain. It's still college sports, and, like, you you got to support no matter what. That what's, That's what makes you real fans. Like I like I have mentioned many a time, I'm from Buffalo, New York. All I knew was pain <laughs> no. for a long time, and I still supported my teams. And that's what makes fans great is you supporting your teams even when they suck. Um, so you got you still gotta you know you still gotta throw them forks up back ASU, um, back ASU. We can't shit talk the, U of A whenever yeah. you get the opportunity. 100. Um, but. Yes, and our intern, who is amazing, Emma, is behind the screen flipping off our producer, who is from U of A, and I wow. love you for it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great job. No. Great job. You do can't your, do that on this do show. Your, uh, no, Emma. Nice stain. <laughs> wow. She's, Emma said, nice stain. The funny thing is I do have a stain on the shirt from eating my lunch. Which and is it's fun. somehow a better shirt because of it. Um, Rude. Forks up. Oh, that was so good. You can take yourself off. Yeah, the you're hurt. Now. Don't don't act like you're not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while we're on the topic of support, can you see where I'm going with this, Sean? Can you have have you been on enough shows with me to understand? I think so. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about support. You know, you know who you should guys support if you don't support ASU sports, PHNX, um, because we've got great content not only here uh, on the Sun Devil Show, but we do have. Mike Luke, we have Saul Bookman out in San Diego covering the um, the future loss to a 16 seed. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to get all the great coverage there, I know the Yotes have magically turned into the best team um, in hockey all of a sudden for some reason. Baseball's back. Can't even lose right. The, <laughs> the Suns are killing it. Um, anyone know when the spring game is? Yes, it is actually 
Sean, you want to continue this ad read while I look up the uh, spring game? Um, we have some of the best coverage. Actually, for ASU fans, um, Craig Morgan of PH Next yep. Coyotes recently dropped uh, one of his hockey notebooks, and he talked a little bit about ASU hockey legend Johnny Walker, um, Coach Powers. Um, so definitely, definitely check that out. Um, being a Sun Devil fan and a Coyote fan, that scene had me highly conflicted. <laughs> well, if you want to bring it together, check out uh, Craig's notebook on gophnx.com. Grab yourself a subscription. Um, if you get a subscription, you either get a free t-shirt or yep. your first month for 50 cents, right? Yep, just for signing up, Just man. for signing up. Um, Do you know the deal of the century going on? The deal of the millennia, probably the deal of humankind, because I'm pretty sure it predates human existence, um, <laughs> is 50% off. Or twenty percent off, off. sun shirts. And now all orders get a Phoenix sticker. A Phoenix sticker. Phoenix. That's our mascot, right? Yes. We, yeah. He's in the other room right now. Um, but he is. Oh, is that who mascot. the mascot is? Yeah. I didn't know that. I say Phoenix, but Phoenix makes more sense, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, you get a free Phoenix sticker. So if you want to wrap. And the sun shirts are dope as shit. Yeah. Just got the the Toe CP3 one, the point god one. I was out with my friends wearing uh, PH next shirt, and they literally are gonna be ordering. Um, t-shirts because of how much they like them yeah i mean like these are and you look phnx aside you do look jack phnx aside like they are some of the coolest like arizona sports shirts that i have ever seen i was talking trash about it but leah's you back the a shirt is incredibly clean um well it's not actually (laughs) clean i guess it's not clean in the traditional sense but it is a dope design it looks really good so if you are for some reason if you're watching um like LA Shadow, if you're still here and you're a Wildcat, go get yourself a back the A shirt. Um, but just go to gophnx.com, grab yourself a subscription. Um, it's the best content, it's the best Arizona sports coverage. Holy, you can find. Uh, Deshaun Watson has made up his mind. Oh, he is going to waive his no trade clause, and in a change of events, he's going to be oh my Cleveland God. Oh. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting he's going to disgusting. be disgusting i hate cleveland a cleveland rich to, to answer your question i can't find the schedule uh but i believe it is the first week or second week of the second or third week of april I'm vomit you good i hate cleveland deshaun watson who is a bad person need to put that out there he is a bad person yeah. on a disgusting team um i want nothing to do with that why would you go to cleveland so is Baker now going to Houston? No, I'm not good. I'm a. Oh my! Ew! Disgusting! Why the Browns? They're still going to be so mid. Like Baker, a significant improvement at quarterback. If we're talking, I am strictly here talent. to watch Deshaun and Amari Cooper. That's going to be fun. In orange? Ew. Are you bitching only because their colors suck? No, not just. I'm. A, listen, if there's somebody that's going to support the color orange, it's yours truly. Uh, but. Yeah. That team, I want nothing to do. Full, full factory. factory of They've sadness. always been a full <laughs> factory of sadness. <laughs> they're they're a poor man's Buffalo. Their lake lit on fire at one point. They're it's a disgusting How city. Because it's so goddamn okay, so dirty. This this if you want to know why he's going to Cleveland, Deshaun Watson is getting a fully guaranteed five year, two hundred and thirty million dollar contract. Oh my god. 80 million more than the previous record for fully guaranteed money of 150 million. You could get me to live just about anywhere, including Tucson, for that kind of money. I would live in Tucson for a lot less than <laughs> $230 million. Okay, so 230 million. If you're in the chat, what brand, would you do for $230 million? Be very specific. <laughs> 
Okay. 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 <laughs> um, be, be very specific. Um, wow. Don't just say anything. I would. There's not a lot that I wouldn't do for that much money. Two hundred and thirty. That's generational wealth. I feel like that's what Saul makes. <laughs> Two hundred and thirty mil fully guaranteed. Yikes! No, not at all. Um, this is where we're at on the show. Um, should we get I'm into? To be traded to Cleveland now. Um, we don't have a PHNX of Cleveland yet. I'll go found one just to get away from you wearing sunglasses inside. Built <laughs> um, a country's house with birds for two. You, can I you even read the tell- screen? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not blind. It's the sunglasses. <laughs> like, I would cheer for U of A and the Dodgers for $230 million. Huh. I can't believe he decided to do that. Like, why not go back home to Atlanta trying to rebuild your image? Yeah, that's just, that's so shot. I. What an idiot. That's so shot. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, I do want to get into our favorite topic. I'm, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Keep of going. Friday. Do you, you want to rub your tummy? You okay. Yeah, actually, can you come over and rub my tummy? No. No. This I don't. Welcome to a fair. Friday fun day. <laughs> no. So that was great. Um, let's get into hot or not, okay, shall we? Before we do, I just want to show what Emma was working on behind the scenes during this whole time. So let's start with this one. This oh is Totri as The Bachelor getting rejected. <laughs> rejected. Getting rejected or? Rejected again. Oh, my specifically. God. Is that Clayton? Um, I don't know. And then. Why am I wearing a striped t-shirt? It's a stupid shirt. There's Sean and Shane on the American <laughs> Why am I hopping so much? You're stoked. <laughs> I am stoked. Oh my right, god! So we would Sean. we would body the Amazing Race. Like I don't think anyone would even come. That close. would be a lot of fun to watch. All right. Well, let's get into hot or not. And oh my god! I can't believe. <laughs> okay, that's very oh, interesting. Right. You said anything, Totri? Okay. Wow, that's a uh, never seen that before. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. It's the glasses. It is the glasses. It's one hundred percent the glasses. So the first, the first one because yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. Hot or not, St. Patrick's Day. Hot. I feel like it's it's hot, but drinking green beer is not hot. Um, I mean, I'm generally like anti these like holidays that don't actually mean anything. So like, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, uh, like New Year's guy. Um, I'm not a big. I'm not I'm not a big I'm not a big New Year's guy. I'm not a big St. Patrick's Day guy. Not a big like <laughs> PD. <laughs> we do have Leah in a tunnel actually. Um but it, uh, So you listen, I'm going to say hot but only because and listen, I'm not doing this to be annoying, I but it just are. it just keeps on being relevant. Buffalo has one of the oh my God. has like it literally has the Talk about St. Patrick's Day. It's no, like Buffalo. It has the largest St. Patrick's Day celebration in the country. Like it is it is a huge Irish city. And so it's always been a big part of my life. Plus, my grandma's birthday is St. Patrick's Day. So I'll say hot for that reason. I feel like that's a weird reason to say that St. Patrick's Day is hot. My grandma's birthday. I love St. Patrick's Day for that reason. So wait. Yeah, I also agree. It's hot. But do you think you, you mentioned holidays that don't like mean anything to you? So you do not like Cinco de Mayo either? No. That is that I can get into a whole other reason of that. It means something if you're actually from a Mexican country or a Hispanic country. Well, no, Mexico. But it <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Like for, for Americans, it's just an excuse to drink. Those holidays are stupid. Um, it's always over under two and a half. Yeah, I would say that's fair. But um, 
it's like one it's just one of those those holidays that are from a different country and then Americans took it bastardized it and just used it as an excuse bastardized to it yeah okay that's, so that's why I don't like those holidays they've lost their actual meaning that's fair while we're on the topic of alcohol and PD's in the chat uh PD I have a bone to pick with you um on the Phoenix sports pod uh you guys had come to the conclusion that either Johnny or I is the lightweight of PHNX. However, I would like to say the last time that we all got together, Are you about to, to expose drink, me? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm catching strays over here, but all right. Um, yeah, you drank a lot and lost your stomach in the parking lot of uh, a Waffle House. Yes, I did. And Shane was barking on a table on all fours. <laughs> so both true statements. That'll be the last time that. Uh, I am called the lightweight. I, I, I would 100% think Johnny is more of a lightweight than I am. I don't, I've never seen Johnny drink. I can confirm that you're not a lightweight. You may be a Michelob Ultra, but you're not a lightweight. Um, you, you can't throw your hands up after you just, took oh, a, you, yeah, yeah, you just exposed me you're for fine, no reason. Yeah. I just uh, rubbed your tummy, man. That's fair. Also, I did it's that, and hate. we've got, you know, the chat went nuts right there. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Go PH and XXX. Oh, my um, God. But, uh, yeah, no, I can confirm that you're not a lightweight. Okay, I appreciate that. I need to get that clipped yeah. and put it on social media um, to redeem okay, my image. Next one, popular spring break destinations such as like Fort Lauderdale and Cabo and things like that. Like just the locations in general? Like, but for spring break destinations, like as a spring break destination. Ice cold. Ice cold. I hate being around a lot of people like that. I have no, I'm, plus I'm not like a huge beach guy. But like I just don't. There, just a bunch of drunk teenagers. I want. I don't need any. I don't need it. I don't need it. I would rather go somewhere cool. I'm pretty torn on this one. I don't because like going to Mexico sounds great. Like going to Cancun, going to Cabo, um, Amsterdam sounds dope. Yeah, but that sounds cool. But that's not like a spring break destination. That was supposed to be. You can when, definitely go to Amsterdam for no, spring break. But uh, yeah, but but Leah's talking about like the traditional like spring break destinations that people go to not going somewhere on spring break like because when the pandemic started i literally the day that the travel ban was announced i was supposed to get on a flight to go to london and then amsterdam for spring break i was in rocky point at when they so like rocky point i feel like is one of those traditional yeah, spring like break rocky point miami like i want nothing to do with that but traveling to europe Mission on spring Beach. break like that would be dope yeah, so spring trade yeah but like those traditional ones where it's just a Fuck bunch it, of it's hot i'm, I'm going for it. you can have a lot of fun in those places, like I don't care if you do it year after year after year, it's a lot of fun. You go with your friends, you have a good time. I'm just not a big beach person. I don't want to be hot and sandy and drunk. Like it just doesn't sound hot, fun. sandy and drunk. Okay, it just doesn't sound fun to me. I... Sounds like your life story. Hot, sandy, and drunk. Yeah. I mean, I've always been hot. Haven't been sandy or drunk very often. Well, I guess I've been drunk a few times, but um, <laughs> I have always two been out of hot. three. It sounds that's, been, that's, that's sounds consistent. more like it's sticking. Okay, the third and final. Okay, I so I was going to try and stick with themes because we were doing relevant themes, but I was just thinking about this because I'm watching the Kanye West documentary right now. Oh, boy. Oh, God. So hot. No, not Kanye. Don't. Oh, okay. Uh, hot or not documentaries. Oh, so. Super hot. So hot. Super fucking hot. So Are you kidding hot. me? I feel like I don't need, like, I, you, I could take back my degree, both my <laughs> degrees, and if you just sat me in front of a TV for a solid year, and gave me a shit ton of documentaries, I would be so much smarter. I Documentaries might be my favorite form of TV, like docu-series. Because, uh, listen, I'm not Ooh, like that's a, huge, a hot take. I'm not a huge, like, I don't like 
TV shows that make me sad, which is why I'm like I'm conflicted what? on Euphoria. Like there's sh- sh- like weird <laughs> shit that happens, and I'm just like we're talking about documentaries, bro. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, because I, I was I was legitimately having this conversation the other day. Like I. Like, there's shows that are, like, bad things happen to them. I'm like, why do I want to watch that? Life is weird enough, bad enough, where I don't want to go out of Because those shows my... make you feel better about yourself. They don't, really. They just make me feel worse about humankind. Um, but docu-series, like, that's why I like comedies. That's why I'm a huge, like, Office, Price and Rec guy, which is basic, I know. But I think it is the Office is. is overrated. Shut your mouth. Um, Friends, Friends is overrated. No, Friends is significantly Friends? better. Oh my God, we're no. not. We're this is a conversation. We'll talk about better, this bro. next week. We'll talk about this next week because I I will go in a whole other hour about this. You'll lose. You'll um, lose the argument. I probably will because everyone loves Friends because the most basic TV show out there. But we're not getting. We're not going there because mm. I will go off for another hour. Um, but docu series. Listen, Drive to Survive. I have never been a motorsports guy. I hate NASCAR. Was never into any kind of racing. It got me super into F1 because it's it's a dope series. Um, there's a, a, a series called Explained, which just like gives random topics and just goes in depth on them for like an hour. Super. Charles, Charles no Pike. man, all Pike, my guy. I my will give guy. you Seinfeld. Thank you. Seinfeld is definitely overrated. Oh, Seinfeld is better than Friends. Better than no, friends. It's not. Those are just horrible. Seinfeld takes. is a great show. Um, Curb your no. enthusiasm. Great show. Um, or, no, Arrested Development. Arrested Development is one of the most underrated comedy shows ever. I think. How do you have time to watch all of these? I haven't watched them in a long time. It was a lot of college stuff, especially over the summer. I, I didn't have friends. Actually, so. I'm going to change my mind. I think documentaries, only because of a bad experience, are not hot. Well, now I you watched need to a explain. documentary about like being vegan and vegetarian. I love eating meat for like this. When was this? Oh, okay. This was like, I was a senior college. I watched that shit was totally not like it makes you disgusted. So I'm like, I'm going to try and be vegan. Well, that's Let's your try own it. damn fault. I was vegan for 48 hours yeah, I was gonna and say got that. food poisoning <laughs> from undercooked beans and lost my stomach so bad for a solid like three days said fuck being vegan and that's why uh documentaries are not hot listen but i'm not i have no interest in like propaganda fucking PETA trying to get me to turn vegan propaganda machine i'm gonna say propaganda one more time documentary (laughs) like i don't want i just want like educational not something that's trying to sway my opinion on something (laughs) <laughs> beans one, toe tree zero. That's Clearly. my life story, honestly. Uh, I'm a huge beans guy, not undercooked beans, I guess. But it, trust wait, me. Hold on. Can't you eat beans raw? Is not the a... ones I ate. I I have a lot of questions. Um, documentaries are hot. Okay. I love. I just am. A, I'm a nerd. Like I like being educated. Like I like learning things. So I'm a big fan of documentaries. Okay. Well, shall we? Uh... Say goodbye. I guess so. This has been just all over the goddamn Yeah, place. I'm sure. Honestly, if you're listening, I can guarantee you learned something. Not all I of our shows I can guarantee like this. that you learned something. Well, this is what happens when Shane's not here to steer the ship. Yeah. We just kind of go off on random tangents. But if you had fun, we appreciate you guys listening. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. Sean, bring us home. You can follow me at Sean underscore deposit. I was thinking about changing my Twitter app, by the way. Really? Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that off air. Wow. Um, Sean underscore deposit. Educated as always? Educated as always. There we go. I like that one. Educated as always. And we do have a, we'll have an audio show tomorrow um, after ASU's spring practice to wrap up their first week. So 
be sure to check us out tomorrow. But for now, peace.